Hey everybody, welcome to God Quest. We've got a special guest today, Pastor Wesley Jackson, and we're talking about prayer and its effect. So stay tuned, we're gonna have a great time on God Quest. Well, we are here with Pastor Wesley Jackson from Nederland, Texas. And uh, Pastor Jackson, we are delighted that you are here with us. We are at the Momentum uh, Youth Conference here in Sacramento, and we just got out of an incredible service. Pastor Nathan Holmes just did an outstanding uh, job of preaching about pick me. Pick me. Uh, For those of you that do not know, Pastor Jackson, for many years, was a highly effective evangelist. And God's used him in many, many churches across the United States and beyond and now is pastoring in the great state of Texas. So uh, we welcome uh, you, uh, Brother Jackson. And uh, I want to talk about prayer with you. Uh, Brother Jackson has been, as I mentioned, uh, highly effective as an evangelist. And uh, I was recently, we were together, not only here at this conference, but we were together last week in Durham. And uh, on the final night, Brother Jackson was the wrap-up, and you preached the message, will somebody pray with me? Will you pray with me? Uh, Brother Jackson is known as a man of prayer. His his roots are from prayer, coming uh, uh, under the leadership of Bishop uh, Joel Holmes and obviously known as a church of prayer. So uh, when I when I talk about prayer, what's the first things that come to your mind to share with someone who may be new at their faith, you know, they know prayer is this religious thing, but but what is prayer beyond a duty or a responsibility? What does prayer, when you think of prayer, what does that mean to you? Uh, I think when I first think of what prayer means to me or when I'm trying to explain what prayer is, to me, uh, too many people mistake prayer as something that people do. But I look at prayer as a place that God has created for us to go. And I go all the way back to the beginning where the Bible says that God created man in his image after his likeness and formed male and female. And then the Bible says this, and the Lord God planted a garden east of Eden, and there he placed man. And it was in that place that God would meet with man and not just have a monologue to man, but (laughs) there was a dialogue between man and God. And I think too often people don't truly understand that prayer is not just this little ritualistic thing that we do to just feel better, do better, petition for needs, but it's an actual place of power and communion that God's so created for us. I, I, l- I like what you said. It's not something we do. It's, it's a, a place, place we, we go. go. What yeah. an incredible, what an incredible description of prayer. And I have the moments of prayer that mean the most to me sometimes are not even when I'm speaking. No. <laughs> <laughs> the best prayers. <laughs> Is that when when you're in his presence and you know he's there and he's talking to you and, and what a, what a powerful description. And it, 
I mean, if we could close the podcast right right now, that is a powerful revelation. I wish I could hire Pastor Young to just go around <laughs> talking about me. No, but that is that. I mean, the garden description. I mean, he they walked with him. Yes, they walked with the Bible says with the voice of God. I don't even, I don't even understand really what that means, but they walked with the voice of God, the voice that said, "Let there be." Let light. There They're be. walking with that in that place. So and for they're you, being prayer, able to talk to it, and it talks back to them. So for you, prayer is not a calisthenic. No. It's very relational. Very, very relational. In the service the other night, there was a, uh, it was a powerful conference, Pastor Urshan's. It was the wrap-up service. There's always the energy of Friday night in, a, in an apostolic conference setting. Uh, and we talked about it a little bit today over lunch that there was a point where, where you could have just you're an evangelist. You know you 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 know how to push those buttons and let's go. Yes, sir. And every, you know get the band going. Let's shout, beat. Let's let's get it on. Or you could have moved into a full hour sermon that you had no doubt prepared, but because of prayer being a place, you were able to flow into that. There was a word to be given, but yes, it was sir. a word to take us into effective prayer. And I watched as it moved beyond just a calisthenic. Right. I mean, the music was no longer playing. I mean, no. I looked over the organist's hands. Weeping. His I, head was in his you hands. You prayed weeping. for it. Yeah. It it, because we got into that place. You, you're you highly effective. You you took however many thousand people that was at Durham that night and and I've watched you uh, on stages of 5,000, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've seen you in smaller venues. I've seen you at camp meeting. What What are you thinking? I know, I, and this is more of an artistic thing, but when you're, you're obviously in that realm, how as a preacher, like you're talking to a, a leader, how can you help take people into that place? What's going on in your spirit when that's happening? Ooh, I... I just had somebody ask me that. Uh, I don't really know how to articulate it as far as just put words to it. But I think it, it all goes back to me really believing that that prayer is a place. And that really in every service, for me, whether it's when the choir singing or uh, the word of God's going forth. If, if I'm a part of any of that's going on, especially like in our home church, if as the leader there, that my objective is to get people to that place. So you're working to create an atmosphere. Correct. Of visitation. And not just create the atmosphere of visitation, but get people connected to that place of visitation. Because just like in Durham the other night, if you was there, you, you could have been unwilling to even be engaged. Yeah. And you couldn't you could have, have just watched. Yeah. But you still could have escaped what was being felt. Uh-huh. There was no escaping the presence of God. It, it was, was it was just there. It was in the place. <laughs> it was in the place. But but somehow trying to get those people connected to that is 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 what I have endeavored to do. And I've learned that so a lot of people probably don't know this about me. My friends do, but I am very studious with the Word of God. Yeah. I don't take a lot of uh, word-for-word notes to the pulpit, mm-hmm. but 
nine times out of ten, you can go back to my office and open up my computer, and it is there yeah. word for word. Yeah, you work I, I, it. I work. So it's not, you know, I always try to be very careful to articulate that you don't just get up there and fly by the seat of your pants. Uh, Sister Tool told me one time, uh, I believe her husband was the was was he the superintendent of the Oregon district? Yeah, I think so. Years ago. Anyway, she was just a great lady of faith. And she told me one day, she said, Always remember what's in the well will come up in the bucket. But you've <laughs> got to have it in the well. So and good. and so when people see somebody like me that God has gifted and allowed, and it's it's God to flow like that, it's not just me getting up there and no. um, you know, I had spent hours and hours yeah. and hours on that service. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'd text you that day asking yeah, you to yeah, yeah. pray with me. I mean, yeah, it was absolutely. just so I knew what God was wanting to do. And then my job is to get people there by whatever means is necessary. Mm-hmm. And and again, the, the choir was singing such a powerful song. The presence of the Lord was there. We could have pushed that and yeah. great things would have happened. But when I was in that place leading up to that service, I knew where God was wanting to take us. So the well was where you had been. The well is and where I had been. You brought the bucket in there. I knew. Yeah. And and what I what I knew is like during that singing, people were praying as individuals. And I had felt the Holy Ghost show me that that there were things that they were needing that they couldn't be there as an individual. They had to be there connected. Yeah, and I think that goes all the way back to the garden. I think that that, and I didn't get into this the other night, but I think that's one of the reasons why God said it is not good for man to live alone because the writer would say it on this wise, a threefold cord is not easily good. broken. So it's one thing for me and God to connect. And you brought out that night where two or three are gathered. And, in and touch, name. ask anything. It never says that about an individual. You'll never find in Scripture where it says you as an individual. Ask whatever you want to ask, and I'll give it to you. But he says if you'll find somebody that will agree with you on earth, hmm. you can ask anything in my name. And we, we, were, we were blessed as we began to pray with, with each another. other. And there was a weight, oh. a weight of God's glory, like the saying is. It came in that room. Well, uh, someone told me where they had ended it. I haven't went back and watched it, of course, but where they ended it, uh, service went on another hour and a half, and it, it was, wasn't it was music. It wasn't. It wasn't tongues. And interpretation went forth. It was. It's that place. I, I was. Uh, I don't know. You just have those God moments. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, I was dealing with a lot. Not. Just typical stuff, but it was a lot. And I'd went to bed troubled, uh, troubled about this and wondering how I was going to work out that and do this. And I remember, of course, it's kind of comical because it was in Brother Holmes's voice. <laughs> but when I woke up, I had never – so I've, I've, I've thought about prayer being a place for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I'd went to bed troubled about all these things. And when my eyes, it was on Saturday morning, two weeks ago, when my eyes opened, it was early in the morning, it was like that voice said, well, have you been to the garden? Wow. And what come to me is that, that when man got in trouble, 
God put them out of the garden. Yeah. But then God himself robed in the flesh had to go back into the garden to get victory over his flesh so that we could go back to the garden to get victory over our flesh. And if we will just go to that place, it's, it's the answer for everything. And it's so simple that we don't want to accept it. But what a, what a thought-provoking concept of prayer. And I would challenge all of our viewers today oh, that prayer is obviously is very needed in our life. The disciples recognize, Lord, teach us to pray. And I don't think any of us suffer from too much prayer. But I would say one thing that's going to help our prayer life is listening to this man of God give this philosophy, if you will, an understanding of prayer, not as a duty to be performed. No. But a place to go. A place even to live. I believe that's what the writer meant when he said pray without ceasing. Man, always. Yeah, we have to live life. We can't go around... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you can live in that place. You know, I remember, and I know we've probably got to hurry up and wrap up, but I know I, re- I used to remember as a kid, uh, I would see individuals come in, and it was like when they walked in, they could, they were like talking in tongues and stuff. Yeah. And I remember as a child, and I, I, I almost hate to say this because I don't want to, anyways, it just is what it is. Like, them kind of people would be made fun of. Yeah, it was like you know. Oh, they're just trying to the be. Because the flesh is always yeah, at empty. At empty. They're <laughs> just trying to be super spiritual. Yeah. Or they walk in talking in tongues, and it wasn't until I began to learn the power of that place that I realized when I'm living in that place, I don't have to have 45 minutes of pre-service prayer to to. Yeah. S- you're already there. You're there. You're living in that place. So instead of looking at prayer as Okay, I've got a clock in. Yeah. Why not begin to take this advice and look at prayer as a place we go? That's a quest worth absolutely. It is. So I hope you've learned and gained some insight into effective prayer today. Pastor Jackson, it's an honor to have you on God Quest. Honored. Thank you. I want you to come back and be with us again. And uh, hey, get on this journey. It's a it's a world of wonder out there. God's God's got something great for you. And you'll find it in the place of prayer. God bless you.